What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Another week, another job fair. Now hiring. (laughs) Jacqueline, what, what was it before? With the fast food spots, first they were offering $19 an hour Mm -hmm. if you would apply. Yes. Then a bunch of places were offering, um, ah, what was it? The the college will pay back your college stuff. Absolutely. Then it was, we'll give you a free appetizer if you Mm -hmm. just come interview. Applebee's, just just come hear about the job. And we'll... Well, now, McDonald's in certain parts of the country are offering new employees a free iPhone. If you come on board and join the McDonald's team, boy, these fast food companies, boy, they're getting thirsty, ain't you? (laughs) You get thirsty. You must be employed at least six months. You must meet the employment criteria, whatever the hell that is. That's what the poster says. That's not me making that up. Um, here's the best part. They don't tell you which model iPhone you get when you get hired. Trash. Now that's entrapment. That's entrapment. That's trash. Okay? That's entrapment. Imagine you come on board, you've been working six months, then your boss come out the back office with an iPhone 6. Camera phone ain't even got a flash. It's disrespectful. Start the show. <laughs> I said so long to rain. The sun will shine the clouds of mine. Cause I'm getting a free iPhone. Get a free iPhone. I wish people could see you. My name's Roy. This is my job fair. How do you do this week, JG? As the sun shines brightly upon the South Park and Princeton studios, I know that you're joining me remotely from Parts Unknown. How's your, how's your week been? So far, so good. I cannot complain. I wish people could see you, though. It is so funny. I enjoy that song. It's the, one of my favorite parts of the show is remixing that song into something ignorant. I, I feel like I don't ask you how you're doing enough. Oh, you're kind. I'm well. I, you have to be careful about that, though, because you ask... You ask a motherfucker these days how they doing, they gonna tell you. Oh. Uh, you ain't ready to hear somebody's tribulations. You just need to just keep it going, keep it moving. Well, you really keep mean it, nice it when brief. you ask, though, right? 
Yeah, you. Oh, okay. Not, not like everybody. So then, you know, you be in the grocery store. The cashier be ringing you up. How's it going today? I'm like, come on, man. You don't want to know. Just <laughs> ring. Just ring up the oranges. Come on, play. Just just ring up the oranges. Let that person do their job, please. Today on the show, we're going to do things a little differently. Uh, the homie, first off, uh, the homie Bomani Jones will be returning and joining the show. He has a scam that he's going to share with us for the scam of the week. We always welcome back Bomani Jones. He is yes. a friend of this acoustical radio presentation. Uh, Rod, for short, of course, uh, here's something different that we're going to do with the job openings in the middle part of the show. We get a lot of people who email us who either don't want their name used, don't want to be tied into this because they work in very sensitive jobs, very sensitive places. So because of that, they don't want to come on the show, but they still leave us and tell us, hey, this place is hiring, just so you know, but I can't be the one to tell you that they're hiring, but just know that they're hiring. So the theme of this week is super secret. Okay, wait. Super secret. Love that. But it's not that they don't want to come on the show. They can't come on the show because, like you said, it's super secret. Super secret stuff. That's the theme this week. And keeping in tune with super secret, uh, we're going to be joined also by two airport employees for mm -hmm. Worst and First who are going to break down some of the terrible times they've had working in the super secret areas of the airport. Super secret. Secretive. Okay. So back to this McDonald's thing. Wait, I have to say something before you talk about McDonald's. Okay. I have to supersede that with Burger King. Okay. My brother-in-law begs of you. His name's Will. Hello, Will. He What's said, happening, Will? I know, right? He's so sweet. He said, please stop talking about a $6 Whopper. Because he's going to cry. There's a $6 it's coming, Will. Whopper. It's coming, Will. That's not even with cheese. Oh, man. It's coming. Don't say that. If these, if these fast food companies cannot get warm bodies in there, they're going to have to keep offering more and more and more. A year ago, all they wanted was 15 an hour. Y'all didn't say nothing. Now you got to give out $19 iPhones and blowjobs and appetizers <laughs> just to get people to consider. Mm-hmm. Just to consider working. So once they're up around, I think, 20 to $25 an hour, I think that's going to be the sweet spot with student loan reimbursement. Mm -hmm. One of two things happens, Will. Number one, you've seen all the people working in a McDonald's on a regular shift, right? Yes. Let's say they got three registers open. You have one person on drinks and bagging another person on drive-thru, another person handling order fulfillment for the drive-thru. So what's that? Three, four, five. That's six. Mm -hmm. We're not even in the back of the house yet. Mm -hmm. you, probably got, you probably got two people actively working on assembly and then you have another person on prep. Oh, then you got somebody on fries. I, you know, I've never worked fast food like that before. I've worked food really? service my whole life, but I've never worked anywhere with the drive-thru window. Subway, Golden Corral, like tip, restaurants where you get tips and you know stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to fire half of that staff, Will. If you still want your $2 Whopper, 
Yes, he does. The fat kid in him wants his Whopper. Okay, so so front counter gone. Front counter gone. He doesn't see Front care counter about gone. That. How are you and Will so different? I thought Will cared about people. Will just wanted cheap hamburgers. Bingo. And Will is upset that he has to leave the black side of town to go to the white side of town to get this Whopper. The black Burger Kings near him are closed. I had to hear a diatribe about this for 12 minutes. So the black Burger Kings are closed because employees have not chosen to return to work because unemployment has been able to carry them, which proves that you would make less working, which shows that there's a problem with this employer and the wages that they choose to pay their employees. When the government's the good guy in a scenario, <laughs> something's wrong. Your brother-in-law's kind of an asshole. I... <laughs> Will. Will, when I get, where's he, where's he live? Can we oh, say where he lives? Absolutely. I know you don't like to say. He lives what, what is up he? 65 from where you're from. Fultondale. Fultondale. Oh, Will, that ain't nothing but a hop skip. Meet me on Walker's Chapel Road, Will. Meet me on Walker's Chapel Road, and we'll talk about this over a currently $3 Whopper. <laughs> this motherfucker worried about the Whopper. That Texas Whopper gonna be fourteen fifty. That shit gonna be hidden like a damn foot rocket. What you, you don't know about the Texas Whopper with the yeah. onion rings and the barbecue sauce? I eat the one that's not meat. It is delicious. You're one of those impossible Whopper people. Yes, that's the one. It is so You know what? Good. I can't even front. I can't even front. I did a story on the impossible company mm-hmm. and pretty good. Yeah. Delicious. I, I'll say this. From a texture standpoint, if you got enough other shit on it, mm-hmm. it it'll pass. No. It'll I don't pass. even need all that other stuff on it. The meat is delicious. I put it in spaghetti, everything, tacos. It is delicious. You wouldn't put it in a fucking come on Jacqueline spaghetti yeah all right oh my goodness whatever you say just because you can't cook whatever you say I can't cook I just don't have the time because I'm doing a lot of things okay Hmm. shout out to Blue Apron we need to get them as a sponsor I actually use them oh nice you'll have to tell us more one day you owe us like a lot of stories now you owe us a story about Blue Apron you owe us a story about the Apollo Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Apollo Theater and mm-hmm. the prostitutes and the drug dealers that I met. Yes. Those all of good that. people. Uh, give me that email. We um, Last week during the mental health episode, I know we had spoken briefly um, about the homie uh, TG from Georgia. You mentioned the dog email. What was the dog email? We didn't get to the dog email. Cause... It was the cutest story. Well, it actually started when you said you didn't really care for German shepherds. Remember that? That's not what I said. First what off, did you see, say? Let me, get, let me give you some straightening. What I said was, and this is back, this is a long time ago. This is like episode two, three, four. This is, Cody was still with us. What did you say? I said, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> get my words right. I said that in the midst of all of this racial reckoning that we are having as a country and people are stepping out and stepping forward and speaking in support of black people, 
I've yet to hear anything from the German shepherd community in spite of the way that they treated black people throughout the 60s. And at no point have German shepherds issued an apology. German shepherds as a breed have not come out and said anything in support of where we are as a whole. And until German shepherds do, I'm reluctant to trust them all. Also, every German shepherd I know is named King. So it's like he in charge of something. Who the hell made you boss? Well, that's what I said. Well, on top of that, King is the name of the German shepherd that we received a picture from. His human sent the picture in. But the cutest part, because the dog is super cute, is the entire name of this German shepherd. Do you want to know what it is? Or are you just going to look at me like you're crazy? What's, what's, the, what's the whole name of the German shepherd? Jacqueline? His name is King of the Alpine Lord Wood from <laughs> Royal Avenue. Don't laugh. It's so cute. Read Such it again. I loved, I'd cut you off. Read it again. His name is King of the Alpine Lord Wood from Royal Avenue. That's See what I'm saying? German shepherds think they run everything. <laughs> they do not. Yes, they do. Yeah. I, okay, you send me the picture. All right, I'm looking. Yeah, all right, it's yeah. a cute dog. Aww. It's a cute dog. Well, whoever emailed us about the dog, please um, make sure that King Royal of Alpine, Lord of the Fifth, types up a statement to black people. You're messing up the dog's name. His name is King of the Alpine, Lord Wood from Royal Avenue. He is royalty and you must treat him as such. King of the Alpine, probably live in Florida, don't even snow. (laughs) I want to tell you something about German Shepherds, but it would bring the mood down. I'll tell you later. No, tell me. It's too late. You know, I brought it up. Everybody else want to know. Bring the mood down. Come on. Oh, what well. Do you know? What about German so Shepherds? In Alabama, in Birmingham in particular, in the 60s, there was a German Shepherd and his name was Nigga. So when they would go oh, to court, shit, I am not kidding you. Jesus Christ. was <laughs> <laughs> not prepared. Hang on. Hang <laughs> on <laughs> <in> a second. <laughs> Okay. That was the dog's there was name. A, there was a German shepherd named Nigger. Correct. So think about Continue. it. When people are out protesting and saying we want our equal share, we want our equal rights, they would say nigger, nigger, nigger. And then when they would go to court, they would say things like, we weren't talking to black people. We were talking to the dog. That's the dog's name. I told you. I got to admit. In terms of being able to get away with verbally harassing someone, mm-hmm. it's pretty smooth. Well done, white people. Well done. Name the dog the name, and then you can't go to jail for harassing somebody. Bingo. So you might have something there about the German shepherds, but still, I'm not going to agree with you. They're cute. So King, Lord of the Alpine, of royal court. No. Uh, if you would like to apologize directly for your great granddaddy <laughs> nigger, but dogs, it's been a long time. So it's probably like fifth great grand, <laughs> give or take. Seven times five was that forty? I don't know. Eight. I don't know the years. Okay, <laughs> so I don't even know how long German shepherds. I know they live a long time. My neighbor had one, and that dog was very 
very old. Like even when I was, what's interesting about dogs, mm-hmm. I don't want to go on a tangent. I know we got to get to Cody's most outstanding. They remember you even if they ain't seen you in a long time. Like you ever see those videos where like the, the like the owner gets reunited with some dog they lost from twenty years ago, but they found the dog through a dog DNA registry or or like there was like there was some nature dude that like found a lion that he used to fucking kick it with and the motherfucking lion just ran up and it was hugging like old partners. No no, you don't hug lions. There's something unconditional and beautiful about the love of an animal that I will always appreciate when I see. And uh, who's who's the, who emailed us? Who's the person who emailed us? Oh, I wasn't interested in the person. I just kind of like the dog. But okay. I'll go back and get so you the name. You're disrespectful is what you are. I am not. Um, so. <laughs> I so like we're, animals. We're getting, so let, we're, let's, let's get into. Uh, before we get into worse and first with these yes. airport brothers, uh, Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Uh, Jacqueline, when you're on your Zooms now, you are an educator amongst other things. And I know that you educators. You spend a lot of time on the Zoom chats and you, at this point, you probably know what you're doing with the backgrounds and can change up the background a little bit and add a little razzle-dazzle here and there to your back. You don't do that? No. I don't care about that, but go ahead. Do your coworkers care about it? If I don't have to show my face, I don't show my face. I'm not kidding you. Oh, you're one of those. You're yeah. one of those lurker Zoom people. No, I'm usually cooking or doing... No, I shouldn't say this stuff. I keep forgetting about that. Never mind. <laughs> so, keeping with the theme of secrets, I got to give a shout out. Uh, actually, I can't. Uh, he knows who he, he is. Uh, one yeah. of my comedy buddies. Um, he sent me a uh, report. What? <laughs> he sent me a picture of an IP report. So, at these companies, right? You have like the little login VPN, whatever the cybersecurity thing is, so that you can log in securely from your laptop into the company network to access the files and the computers and the Mission Impossible shit, right? Yes. Those things track an IP address. Mm -hmm. The IP address geolocates you. Yes. Wherever you are on the motherfucking planet. Mm Mm-hmm. Down to a square block or so, yep. about as accurate as a Uber GP, probably even more so. Now, the reason why I ask you about the Zoom backgrounds, Jacqueline, is that, you know, we put a lot of different things in our Zoom backgrounds. Like you may have flowers, you may go with a green screen effect, you may do the blur so mm-hmm. that people don't see your unfolded laundry. Um, there was an Alabama fan who got hired at an Ohio company and he used the score of the Alabama Ohio state game as his background because Alabama won. He should have been fired. Oh my gosh. So this woman at this company, and that's all I can say. I cannot say any more than that. Okay. I cannot say the nature of this company, anything. I'm probably saying way too much. We are really skirting the line of telling secrets 
this episode. Are you going to tell me after the show? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you after okay, the show. Okay, good. Thanks. Okay, yeah. go ahead. She works at a company called Nigger. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oops, I'm sorry. I should have waited to tell you that after the show. <laughs> so in her background, mm-hmm. it's her house. Okay. Right. Chair, yeah. all of that shit. So once a week, the IT guy does his due diligence to make sure the system is secure. IT guy notices somebody is logging in from France. Oh, no. So they do the full security protocol. They send everybody new VPN. Hey, everybody change your whatever the fuck password. You know, that super login shit, you need a password to get to the page where you put in your password. Mm. They changed that shit company-wide. We're talking 1,400 employees, dog. Wow. 1,400 employees. And they changed everybody's shit. Next week, they have another run of meetings. IT guy checks the motherfucking protocols again. Somebody's still logging in from <laughs> France. <laughs> So then they start doing all the IP checking and they can see right down to the oh, pinpoint no. where someone is. And then, you know, with all that stuff, they know what terminals attach to which. Fucking yes. So this VPN goes with this terminal, this terminal assigned to this user number, this username is this person. Mm-hmm. So then they go to her and they go, hey, nigga. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the corporate speak. I don't, I don't think know so. If that's how they, Talk to each other in corporate America, but no. they go, "Hey, nigga, uh, is you in France or is somebody doing? We believe you have been compromised because you've been home this whole time. We see your house." Oh, woman had to break down and tell the truth. She's been in France since August, working remote. <laughs> But what's wrong with that? To be at the house. They didn't fire her, mm-hmm. but they made her what they made her do, and this is according to my homie. Uh they didn't fire this woman, but they made her continue to pretend to be at home as to not affect the morale of her coworkers. I don't understand what's so wrong with her being in France as long as she's getting the job done. I agree with that, but she also traveled in the middle of a pandemic, and because we don't know the nature of this company and all of the extenuating circumstances, you know, she went to France and then lied about it for, you know, months and months, and the IT guy finally caught it. Yeah, the lie is the problem. That's it. That's the problem. She didn't lie. Y'all didn't ask. When they finally asked, she told the truth. So why did she put her house in the background? That's the problem. Because I don't want you motherfuckers to see a vineyard. And get jealous. Also, it's nighttime over here. It's probably still day. I don't know time zones. In Fra- they got to be pushing seven, eight. England is six up on New York. So France has got to be, what, nine? Yeah, that's enough for to be a difference in the sky. Mm, I just think if she can do the job from somewhere else, do the job from somewhere else, but don't tell the lie, and that'll be fine. And that is exactly, Jacqueline, why she 
It's Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Go to France and still get the job done. Nicely done. All right, let's get into the world of worst and first. If you have one you want to share with the program, please email us, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. We would love to hear some of your worst jobs or your first jobs or that time you had sex in the deep freezer. Shout out to the homie that was working at Long John Silver's. (laughs) I have not touched a hush puppy since. I'm so serious. That's from the freezer sex episode. If you're new to the program, go back and check that one out. That's a true story. Uh, let's let's get into the world of the airport. What what do we know about the airport on the secret side of that shit? I know that the lost and found usually finds its way into the employees' pockets. I know that for sure. Oh yeah, if it's electronics, give me that. That's gone. But you know, do you know where the clothes go? You know, the clothes go to Alabama. Oh, I know, I know. Oh yeah, it's a there's big a old store. Place. There's a store called Unclaimed Baggage where any bags that are not taken from baggage claim after X amount of months, I believe, mm-hmm. um, they're sold by weight, and the store buys them by weight. They have no idea what's gonna be in the mm-hmm. bag. It's like if you're into pawn shopping and antiquing and estate sales and yeah. things like that. It's worth it. It's worth the trip. Uh, it's, I can't even remember. Oh, Scottsboro, Alabama. I was almost about to embarrass myself. Uh, no, you weren't. Fly into Birmingham or Chattanooga, and it's about the same distance either way. Um, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's worth the trip. This is not a commercial for unclaimed baggage. <laughs> I'm just saying if you need a pair of used draws, um, they got you. You're not going to yeah. buy used draws. Go ahead. They're for sale. They got them. It's like you can't buy a used mattress, Roy. Why you can't buy a used mattress? Because it might have fleas or stuff on it. That's that's my business. That's none of your business. You're not buying a used mattress. You can make that face all you want. You're bougie. You ain't never been in no situation. So wait, wait, my wait, first wait. mattress, my first mattress in college, I bought off Craigslist. What's up? Three hundred dollars, full size. So I think it it was it. I don't know if it was new. It wasn't in the plastic. Yeah. Wasn't no stains on it. What? That is disgusting. I didn't say I slept on it, but naked. I had fucking sheets, Jacqueline. My God. Who sold you this mattress? I don't know. Some nigga off Craigslist. It was ninety eight. What do you care? Like you just. You can't buy a mattress that's not in a sh- a thing, plastic. I bet you right now, if I went on Craigslist right now, I bet you I could find. Do not. I bet you I could find. I'm going right myself. I'm going right now. The U.S. cities. Let's just go Atlanta. Boom. Mattress. Use mattress. Mattress for sale. $328 used mattresses for sale in Atlanta right now. $30. Used full double. Swanee, Georgia. Free used mattress. Queen. That what is you disgusting. Want? Use kids two-step Corvette toddler twin-size uh, race bed mattress. What you want? Not, not any of that. That is disgusting. You can't buy that. That's against the law. Scam of the week. Let's get into worst and first. Worst and first is where we invite you, the job fair listener, to be a mm-hmm. part of this acoustical radio presentation. Uh, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the show. 
Uh, if you got a job that sucked or a job that you love, we'd love to hear from you. JG, who do we have wrapped up? We have Damien. He's in North Carolina, and he's sticking to the theme. He wants to tell you about his time with an airline. Damien, welcome to the job fair, brother man. Brother man. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, tell me about your worst or your first, man. Uh, so uh, my senior year of high school, uh, nearest to the end of the year, uh, got a job working for an airline. Uh, I was a baggage handler, but they let you do everything. You'd move the bags. you move the planes around in the carts and park them. You know, I got to... Wait, got how old are you? I was 18. And Not old enough the, for that sort of responsibility. And they nice. got you with a glow stick guiding in federally licensed aircraft. <laughs> that glow stick is just two flashlights with a plastic cone on it, and they absolutely will give those to an 18-year-old and say, go nuts. Don't kill anybody. The mystery is gone. Oh. If you can't tell the, I, I you know what? Fuck it. I want to know both. I want to know the airline and I want to know the city. <laughs> First off, I, I mean, I'm, I'll tell you both, but please don't do RDU International like that. There's good people out there. Uh, I okay. work for Midway. Mm. Okay, Midway gone. They crashed a lot, so they had to merge. Okay. And this story That's is- That's why they was crashing. They had you 18-year-old niggas out there- <laughs> Ain't nobody look. This is getting good. So you're working for Midway Airlines at Raleigh-Durham. I'm so excited because they let you, like, if you work for the airline, you can get plane tickets on standby and go anywhere. So I'm an 18-year-old. I'm like, oh, who wants to go to so-and-so? We're going to go get lunch in, in Texas. Never got to take one flight because I get up for school one morning. I'm turning on the news. I'm like, all right, let me get ready, see what's going on. And I see one of my bosses on TV, talking about how we all just got laid off. Everybody gone. Everybody. All of us laid oh. off. Oh, dog. Three weeks later, I'm at the cookout in Raleigh. That's good burgers right there at the cookout. That's a good that's a quality establishment. <laughs> and I salute it every day. Uh, I get there, I get to the front, and my man, like my boss, the man that trained me, is handing me my burger and like the look Oh, no. A heartbreak. And uh, man, maybe uh, like a month later, a month and a half later, I turn on the news again, and there's a whole bunch of white people in our break room celebrating because they had rebooted or whatever and hired like a handful of white folk and then didn't say nothing to the rest of us. So. Oh, so the company, so when they reopened, or when they got that, as I'm reading here on um, Wikipedia about the history of Midway, mm-hmm. uh, 2001, they got a $12.5 million financial infusion from the U.S. federal government, and Midway resumed service from RDU um, on December 19, 2001. So, mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that infusion. You oh. didn't get none of that 12.5? Not a bit. Not a drop. Not a drop. It infused its way right past me. Damn, I got- JG, I, w- I wonder if that's what's happening now with the airlines coming back from COVID. They laid off everybody. And they're like, you know what? I never liked Sheila. <laughs> Just don't call us back. What made it worse is they were having a party. They were The oh. new crews are there, the cameras. They have, it's somebody dancing on my desk. Oh. <laughs> Eat pizza. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, at this point, I'm working at Meredith College by now. I'm a lunch lady for the finest college girls in town. It's terrible. I, it's, it was a terrible downfall. And that... So uh, here's, here's a question. If the job was so cush, why not try to go to another airline? Or is it, uh, what's the, how do you even get hired as a baggage handler? Like, how does this that even, bad. is that in the paper? Yeah, it was just in like the back of the independent. I just applied for it and they were like, we need warm bodies and you're not dumb. Come on in. <laughs> Those are the best. No. And as All far right. as why didn't I go back, I literally just took the next job. My 18-year-old behind was offered and did that one. Uh, so since we have a real-life baggage handler on the phone here, Jacqueline. Uh-oh. We got to know some secrets of the undercarriage. Okay. All right. Anything you want to know? Let's talk about the cargo hole of these airplanes, bro. Uh, um, yeah. Is the luggage... Because on, on TV... They show the cargo hole one of two ways. Nice, neatly mm-hmm. organized, mechanized bins. Or your bags is just fuck it underneath like a Greyhound bus. Listen, I don't know. I don't know how they do it elsewhere. I don't know. But what I will tell you is we were like Tetris back there. Your stuff was safe. It was locked in. It was tight, sharp angles because we would sleep in those compartments sometimes. We take naps in there. So you have to have everything leveled off. And then when you're done, you just lock everything back in place and you're good. I've heard stories of motherfuckers like falling asleep and they close that bitch and the plane take off. Oh my gosh. With a dude if that in happens to you, your people don't mess with you. They did that to you on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. They were trying to get rid of him. So let's talk baggage theft. And I know you worked in the airline industry 20 years ago pre or right around the same time as 9-11. So differing security protocols, but the proclivity for theft remains the same. Now, I don't know if you saw this back in the day, JG. I think it was like three, four years ago. They busted a whole theft ring at Hartsfield-Jackson in Atlanta. No. Where it was multiple bag channelers that was like, yeah, this is what we do. We work here, we steal shit, and then we go sell it on the secondary market. How regular was theft or how easy or hard is it to steal shit out of people's mm-hmm. bags? Because, like, there's certain stuff I just don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't fuck with y'all. I just assume everybody out there on the tarmac can just do whatever they want and hide whatever they want. If it's a PlayStation, if it is a camera, if it is generally any electronic over $300, it's on me. Mm. Period. So how easy is it to kind of steal and rummage through people's shit while you under the plane loading it up? So I, I again, I can only speak for like, you know, 20 years ago, real hard, man. Uh, there wasn't a lot of theft going on. I, most of what would happen is, <laughs> so any, any need for theft was usually curbed by the fact that like, there was always just stuff that had been there for forever how long that like just nobody was coming for that at a certain point you could just like i'll I'll take a look see if there's anything i need there but no i mean (laughs) it was kind of hard to get into people's stuff like it it wasn't a lot of people trying (laughs) because it's always somebody watching and also it's you trying to get stuff out of the way you don't really have a lot of time for that it's if your bag opened up it's because something went wrong or because they were just shysty and I, I don't know. So you're actually too busy to actually steal anything. 
for the most part, yeah. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. The man got fired, then found out his job reopened on television while eating a cookout hamburger. <laughs> if that ain't a worst or first. They didn't give him his job back either. Oh, apparently they got rid of all the niggas from let you tell it. They was just like, we gotta get these blacks. Too many blacks. I thought he might get his, but no, they got him too. Oh, okay, okay. That brother was white too. Yeah, right here by the late 2000s. Uh, Midway used the Fokker 100. Uh, their fleet consisted of F100s. The F100s became too expensive to maintain and operate, so Midway replaced them with Boeing 737s. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. They operated with damn the the last days of Midway. Wait a minute, nigga. You should have knew they was gonna shut down. Listen okay. to this shit, Jacqueline. Listen to the last days of Midway up until two thousand three. Look at his face. Uh, <laughs> this is the. Midway uh, Airlines remained closed until February 2003. They then operated with six regional CRJs serving East Coast cities and finally ceased operations in October 2003. So in the last eight months of operation, these motherfuckers only had six jets. You were sorting bags for a company with six jets, and they were regional jets. <laughs> then the little bitty puddle hopper, oh, Lord Jesus, I hope we don't crash jets. And hyped up about it in the case that I might get to get a free airline ticket to one of these six random cities we go to because I'm 18 and I know them. Did you ever go anywhere? I never got to do it. <laughs> they didn't fucking go nowhere. They went to. <laughs> I had school. I had also. I, they, I just. I never had the time. They took my job before I could. How long did but, you work there? Ah, uh, maybe four months. Okay. Uh, max. It wasn't super long. Gotcha. But that's a fun job. That's a fun yeah. job. When the rest of your friends are doing food and mall mm -hmm. shit, you're out on the tarmac guiding in 737s. It was pretty that's great. Horrifying. Out of blast. That is not that is not great in the least. That's actually very, very horrifying. Well, Brother Damien, I can't thank you enough for coming on the job fair. I appreciate you for sharing that story with us. Much love to you. I'll be down in Raleigh, bro. Um, I'm coming through. Shit. No, I got you on the tickets, and I mean that. Anybody comes on the have we have we implemented that policy yet, JG? You'll be going on the road next month, and I keep yeah. the names. I got my yeah. second yeah. today. I'm coming through. Oh, if you, you if I don't care, I got my shot, so I don't care about. No <laughs> you know, how, like when when you ain't vaccinated, you be asking my <laughs> fuck. Did you vaccine? Did you get the vaccine? Are you clean? But once you get the vaccine, like, motherfucker, do what you want. I don't fuck your mask. I don't care. Yeah, I'll be in Raleigh um, August 13th and 14th, brother. August 13th and 14th at the Funny Bone. I got two tickets for you, man. That's my word. Thank you so Thank much you. for calling in, man. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you, Damien. Thank you. Thank you. Now watch this, Jackie. Now yeah. watch this. Next week, 40 people from Raleigh, North Carolina, going to email mm -hmm. the show talking about they got a story to tell. Absolutely. It's too late. It's too late, motherfucker. Damien already got the free tickets for Raleigh. However, if you live in Baltimore, Bridgeport, Connecticut, New Brunswick, uh, Philadelphia, Austin, Texas, Cleveland, Madison, Wisconsin, Seattle, Salt Lake, we might add Sacramento. Yeah. You can get some free tickets. Just email the job fair. Be a part of Worst and First.
RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the show, just tell us about either your worst job or your first job. JG, who's on deck? We have Brent, and he wants to tell you about his time with an airline as well. Speaking oh, with the theme. double airports. Yes. Double airports. Brent, welcome to the job fair. Now, JG, you didn't tell me this was my friend, Brent, from Ohio. You just... It's Brent. I'm looking at him. I know this man. Okay. I'm not, now, yo, not only do I know him, mm-hmm. he and I go back to the days of me doing comedy shows where there was only 11 people in the crowd. Oh. Why you make that noise? He was number 11. Him and his wife, they, if they hadn't been there, <laughs> we'd have been in single digits. <laughs> That's good those people. Were, those were good times. Brent, tell me about that airport, man. I did not know that about you. We we don't talk enough, bro. Yeah, we were one of the eleven people in there, and I probably brought four of the others. Um, <laughs> we were probably comp three of the tickets. So. That is a true story. But hey, I burned those CDs and I spread them around. Mm. Hey, that's what I wanted. That's all I hey, asked. I'm a man of my word, Roy. Yeah, <laughs> but so is Roy. Don't let him fool you. Roy's one of the good guys in, yes. in entertainment. He's mm-hmm. one of the best. Man, I appreciate that, brother. So this airport you worked at, we just talked with a baggage handler for Midway Airlines who said that um, that they would sleep under the plane. Where where in the airport were you working? Well, we were on the tarmac. We were out back. We weren't. It wasn't an airline. It was just some guy fresh out of college, had a little small business. We actually met for work at like a storage facility, like a self-storage place around the corner from the airport and he parked like a work van you know the windowless van where you lure the children into it we had one of those oh where we <laughs> where we would load our supplies and all that shit and then drive around to the airport now this was pre-9-11 so anybody could just get into the airport if you had the right thing a little you know like your little handicap parking pass you just show Wait, that so we y'all get are on. on the tarmac just you pull up to the the special runway gate and yep. the motherfucker just, all right, come on in. Looks good to yep. me. Oh, you got the pass. he kind of look in, see us <laughs> in there. That's about it. And we just drive around to the back on the tarmac, middle of summer, middle of the day, cleaning airplanes, the outside. Now, we didn't do the inside. We did the outside. Mm-hmm. It was probably okay. better to do the inside because the outside was brutal. All right. Now, this is something I didn't know. Existed. Yeah. Well, neither did this I. This sounds naive. I didn't know they clean airplanes. I just thought that. I didn't clean- either. It flies um, at 500 miles an hour. What the fuck is still on it when it lands? Bird guts. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, imagine yeah. your windshield, right? Fair. Now put it up okay. in the sky, right? Uh. So you would, take a, you would take a bucket, and you would pour liquid wax in it, and then you would take a glorified Swiffer sweeper with, like, a big, long pole, and you just dunk it in the wax, and you take it up, and you scrub up. I shouldn't be doing that motion on camera. Oh. But scrubbing the... <laughs> The plane, right? And then yeah. you get the liquid wax on, it dries. You go back, you, you change out your pad into a Brillo pad, a scratchy pad. And you go back and you scrub all of it back off. Mm. And now think about it too. An airplane is a tube, right? So when you're on the bottom half of that plane, you're scrubbing above your head. So that wax is dripping down all over you. And this liquid hot wax strips. It's not hot. But it's, but it's sludge. just like Vaseline yeah. or some shit. Like yeah, it's Vaseline. gross. It's gross. You're like a porn star at the end of the orgy scene. It's just disgusting. <laughs> and the visual. The, then you got to go back afterwards and scrub it all off out there on the tarmac in the middle of summer. 
I'm going to ask a question that is dumb because I've never seen this done before. And I've never, what you're describing, I've never witnessed on the tarmac in all my years of flying. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I just haven't seen it. So I need to visualize it. Why the fuck not just use soap and water? I've seen the de-icer machine, Mm -hmm. which pulls up to a plane in snowy weather and just sprays de-icing fluid all of. So why not just get that same truck? Fill that bitch with water and palm olive <laughs> and just cut loose on the plane. Why wax? What is it about? What is the I wax? I was above my pay grade. I have no idea. I have no idea. I was 18, man. I barely showed up on time. <laughs> What's with the 18 year olds? Because the Yo. other guy we spoke to was 18. Because you got to be that young to be this dumb to do this job. <laughs> I'm 41 now. I ain't about to go out there and do that. <laughs> ain't no way. So how did you end up leaving that job? Well, I, I did a shift on mushrooms, and I decided I wasn't going to go back. <laughs> this was typically a day job. I can see by your face. You're like, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so this is typically a day gig, right? You're out there during the day. The guy gets a call on our way back at the end of the shift. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, there's another plane once cleaned. Can you guys come in tonight? Who can come in? There's only like six of us on this crew. We're all 18, 19 years old, except for the guy running the show. Everybody's like, yeah, you know, he was going to give us like an extra hundred bucks, which at 18 years old is is a a big thing, right? That's a month's worth of fucking Right, right. So we're all unloading the van and all these other guys are talking about they're going to go out and get get drunk before they come in. We're going to have some drinks. You should come, blah, blah, blah. And I'm my head. I'm like, that sounds like a terrible idea, man. Like an hour after we're out there scrubbing away, like your buzz is going to be gone and you're going to hate life. Like that's mm. a terrible idea. But mushrooms <laughs> on the other hand, that sounds like a good of idea. Of course. It really wasn't. But at the time it sounded like a fun idea. So we load up in the van that night. We're driving out onto the tarmac and I'd been sitting there. I'd, I'd eaten my little bit of mushrooms that I was supposed to do with my friends that night. We're driving out there and I'm thinking they're dud, right? Like, oh, this is nothing. They don't start kicking in until we're driving around the back of the tarmac. And, I, you know, the lights at an airport, there's lights everywhere. There's, oh, li- there's the blinking lights. Dude. So the worst there's part was. planes taking off. There's the, yeah. ra- there's so the it, air there's traffic the control tower. Like, oh, oh, yeah. No. And then, like, the little ones that, that are outside of the <laughs> facility that are, like, blinking for the approach, right? The oh, the strobe joints. Yeah. yeah dude. Oh, yeah. no. So I'm under. There, one part of the job, somebody's got to do the belly of the airplane, right? So you get the little mechanic seat with the wheels on it, and you're underneath. You got your little swiffer sweeper. You can kind of hide under the plane. So I volunteered to do that because this shit was kicking in, and I was like, I can't be around these guys. I got to hide <laughs> under this plane. So I'm hiding under this plane, and I promise you, the whole time we're out there like three hours. I did the size of a large pizza. I did not get that whole plane. <laughs> I didn't do shit. But watch the reflection of the lights in the belly of that airplane. There. Now the lights are all around me. I was I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't focus. I was like, I'm just going to hide here until they tell me it's time to go. And I'm going to crawl up at it. And I'm going to go. The fact that more planes don't crash. Oh. How many other morons <laughs> like me were out there? This is fascinating stuff, brother. Well, um, I guess thank you for your service. Um, appreciate <laughs> you for <laughs> cleaning the planes. I made him speechless. Can you believe it? Is there anything else you want to share about him that we don't know while we have you, Brent? No, that's it. He, <laughs> Talk, Brent. He knows I suck at fantasy football. 
Yeah. And I love that he – I got a text from Roy the day that the Dolphins traded Ryan Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans, laughing about it. Yeah. And just so you know, Roy, we've been to two playoffs oh. since then. How many have the Dolphins been to? All right, Brent, thank you for calling into the job, bro. You know? Enjoy your 2,000-yard rusher as well. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Good to see you, you buddy. You too, brother. Love you, man. Send Gretchen my best, right, bro. I love you too, man. Take care. Yeah, man. I will. See ya. You have good friends, Roy. He's good people. He's good people. Um, I'm doing my reading here. Yes. Unhangered airplanes accumulate dust, soot, and dirt rather quickly. Even hangered airplanes begin to accumulate hmm. grease and oil on the underside as they are flown. It is necessary to polish your airplane with wax on a regular basis to protect the paint and color from fading. Okay. And that's why we wax planes, so they can have that new car glisten. I don't have a plane, so okay. I, don't. I mean, I get it. If you're Delta Airlines, you don't want no raggedy-ass, faded-ass plane pulling up to the gate. I want, I'm not getting on that plane. So you send an 18-year-old on mushrooms to go clean that bullshit off the bottom. After the break, we'll get into the world of employment. That was fun, JG. I learned more than I think I cared to know about airplanes. I think I've, this is the first time I've left this segment more nervous about an industry than when we entered it. Well, it's changed now. Remember, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, sure. You keep telling yourself. <laughs> Job fair. We'll be back. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Roy's Job Fair, we are back. We are talking secrets and security and all of that super-duper secret stuff. Thank you to the brothers that work at the airport. I found out a lot. I didn't really know you need to clean an airplane. Yeah. Think about all the peanuts and all the stuff people touch that. Okay, the inside, yeah, but I'm talking about the outside. You flying in the sky, just fly through some rain real quick. That's a pressure wash. (laughs) I don't think that's how it works, but okay. It should be how it works. The plane flies at 500 miles an hour. But I get it. Jet fuel and oil be leaking out the engine and smearing. And, okay. That's fine. So this is the part of the show where, you know, we normally have a guest and we have someone on mm-hmm. who can tell you about the world of employment and blah, blah, blah. But we also get inundated with emails, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com, from people who want to share a position, but there's a lot of logistics and red tape. And some companies, they don't want you to know they're hiring. Mm. They want only the finest candidates. So you got to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. So, you know, thank you to the people who still emailed the show on the premise. Hey, love the podcast. Yeah. Cannot come on it. But just so you know, We're hiring. This field is hiring. Here's what you need to know about Mm -hmm. it. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to, you know, jump on one or two of these types of emails that we get and uh, hopefully pass on some job knowledge to you. Now, this first one, JG, you're not going to like because this dude, this dude. Oh, he shut your ass down. I don't think that's what happened. Roy Wood Jr. And after this show, we're going to talk about your email etiquette as well, because I saw your response. Shut you down. No. He shut you down. He corrected Just me. admit that you were. I don't mind that. That's that's what being shut down no. is. No. You shut down. <laughs> it's the way you oh, said Oh, shut down suggests an attitude. Bingo. Okay. So on a previous episode, um, we were speaking with a brother about. An attorney. A resume. An attorney. Yes, right. Pardon me. An attorney in Iowa. 
And we were talking about ways to make sure that things that you can do to get your resume to beat the algorithm so that your resume gets through the clutter Mm -hmm. in these job websites. And he was saying one thing you need to do is to add whatever the word is that the job is for. But he said add that as many times as you can organically throughout the resume. If the job is for media radio, make sure the words media and radio are in there a lot. Then you said. Also, sometimes I'm going to do my Jacqueline voice now, which is sometimes I've heard that if you put white text in a resume, it disappears and you can just put all types of other keywords and tags in that white page. And that's also how you get your resume to the Mm -hmm. top. Now, me having been blessed enough to not have to submit a digital Mm -hmm. resume. Took that as truth. I said I heard Boywood Jr. I said I heard. Heard. Well, let me tell you what Mr. F- let me tell you what he said. <laughs> he also shared a job with us, but first, adding words to your resume and changing the font color doesn't really work anymore. Thank you. Okay, you were right. All right, you were Please right. say that part again. All right, you weren't you weren't shut down. Anymore. You weren't shut down. Anymore. Mr. F***ing was giving you an updated, he was bringing us up. Okay. Adding words to your resume and changing the font color doesn't really work anymore. We provide software that pulls the entire text of the resume into the client's databases. Recruiters can see that trick. Mm -hmm. So that trick did work. It just doesn't work anymore. And I said, I heard it happen. And then you ask people to debunk it, and they did. And we're grateful that they did that, sir. But we will talk about your email etiquette after said show. Black women can't be wrong. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't. I'm just kidding. That was so incendiary. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> so incendiary. Whatever. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. F- continued, um, in letting us know that he has a couple of friends that work in a different, um, software companies mm-hmm. and one of the software companies, and now he doesn't work there. He just passed this along. Uh, the company is bullhorn, bullhorn.com. Mm. Uh, shout out to bullhorn. Um, you know, they basically like it's it's for staffing software solutions. Mm. So basically, if you're a company looking to hire people, they help you sort through all of that different stuff. Mm. Um, I'm on the website bullhorn.com slash careers. Mm-hmm. You can go to their website and figure out all that shit. Get there. Uh, technical support analyst, office manager, solution consult, cloud security architect. I don't even know what this means. And also, here's the other cool mm-hmm. thing. The technical support jobs don't require technical experience. The applicants just need customer service experience. And a lot of these positions are remote. Oh, that's important. The work that they're doing. Yeah, this is this is very important. Like this is, yeah. So swing by, swing by the old bullhorn.com. Let me let me check the site real quick and make sure you can get there nice and cleanly. What do you mean nice and cleanly? Because the the URL for the career stuff is long. It's a long oh, okay. URL. Like I'm not gonna sit here and go 
go to bullhorn slash yeah there you go bullhorn.com go to the company tab and if you can't figure out where to go after that you don't need to work at bullhorn oh you know those jobs like this those um super secret as you keep calling them they're hard to get fired Mm -hmm. from too how so because usually they have like a three strikes your out method thing yeah so you could hold on to these jobs oh because it's so sensitive that it's easier to reprimand you than hire a whole new person to learn all of our secrets and all of that other jazz. So get the job and you're good. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. That's my one. What's your one super secret job that's out there from an emailer who can't be a part of the program? Well, her name is and it's from the U.S. Thank you for the beep, Lawrence. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's from the U.S. intelligence community. And right now, federal workers are in high demand because usually federal workers under Democratic administrations are really needed because, and I know you don't like to get into the what politics. No, no, but this is employment. So this ties. This is fine. Yeah, because in Democratic administrations, they really want to get the work done. So they bring the people on. They hire the people to get the work done in these federal agencies. So they're hiring. And now it'll be a good chance. Now I'm, not, now, I'm not here to defend Trump, but let's also acknowledge that man created a whole ass space force. That's going where? You want a job or not? Shit, now. See, you asking all these follow-up questions. <laughs> You're the journalist. You want me in the You want me in Space Force or not? Where is it going? Huh? Where is it going? Seriously. See, that's why you not that's why you're not gonna be in Space Force, because you're asking all these questions. You's a private. That's why I'm staying you're on the be ground. Asking no questions. You go to Mars. <laughs> so but the US intelligence mm-hmm. community, okay. That's a job that I figure you've got to have some degree of, I don't want to say a clean criminal history, but you've got to have some level of, you know. Well, from what I'm reading, some of that stuff they're going to just let you go well with. Now, these are some pretty, pretty good salaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. To our researcher, Georgia. Yeah. Georgia pulled these down for us. Uh, average salary in the U.S. intelligence community ranging from $126,000 to $140,000, depending on where you live. Uh, ZipRecruiter is showing salaries as high as almost $300,000. Wait a minute. I didn't see uh, that part. In this field. Okay. Uh, uh, 1B. Right there, one B, two hundred eighty-four thousand dollars. My resume look like. Uh, you need a bachelor's degree, criminal justice, poly science, grad schools, and I keep forgetting intelligence. They want you to be a little smart and know that you can understand structure. Mm, well, I like that they have a hybrid four hundred one k and pension plan. That's good retirement stuff. Yeah, so you can flip your dope a little bit. <laughs> Put a little money in retirement, put a little <laughs> bit in Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever them young people are slinging mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder, though, U.S. intelligence, it's kind of dicey, though, because are you spying on people? Yeah. Are you like when you say intelligence, what am I doing? It's like that's the thing that's a little vague. I know the email, it can't tell us, um, but, you know, you can go to 
usajobs.gov mm-hmm. and find out a little bit more. Uh, usajobs.gov. Well, she said they push uh, papers. Know. And like you said, they do spy on people. We do have those kind of programs in the U.S. and other countries do as well. And this was interesting in her email. There's a lack of diversity. Ah, ah, mm-hmm. so there we go. So, yeah, you got to hire me, baby. <laughs> you got to hire me. You know why there's a lack of diversity in the United States intelligence community? Because we're not snitches. That's why. Okay. But for a diversified portfolio 401k with retirement and $300,000, hey, I'll tell you where them motherfuckers was. I'm a snitch in a heartbeat. I'll tell you right away. Hell yeah. They was in France. They was in France on the computer and they had no business in France and they changed their Zoom background. So thank you very much. Can I have a bonus, please? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. So usajobs.gov. If you have a job that's hiring and you know, you don't want to be on the show. You can't be on the show. It's not that people don't want to. It's that they can't. Okay. That's fair. They want to. They want to meet you. But yeah. Well, that was very nice mm-hmm. to help us promote inclusion and togetherness within the U.S. intelligence community. Because the more diverse your workplace is, the better everyone is at their job because you're all bringing different perspectives and experiences that inform how you snitch on people. And everybody can't speak Ebonics, so you got to have the right people there. <laughs> oh, so you saying they spying on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Nah, if you work for the government, nah, this is some overseas stuff, man. You, yo ass, if you working in Arlington, Virginia, that's federal. So you finna be listening to coded conversations and translating stuff and all of that stuff, man. After the break, we're gonna get into it with the homie Narado, aka Rod for short, and Bomani Jones. Ooh. Returns to the program. He's going to bring us a scam of the week that he synced run. Not has seen been ran. Synced. That he synced. Why? Synced. Why? Job fair. We'll be right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Roy's Job Fair, we are back. We are talking secrets today. Thank you to the brothers from the airport who called in. Jacqueline and I gave you a couple of job leads from people who uh, can't really be calling into public forums like this and letting everybody know what's going on. But I do appreciate those people, JG, because they see what the show is doing. They see what we're trying to do. And, hey, I can't be the one to come on and tell you about this job. But here's a link. Share it with your folks and get the word out there that we hiring. And those are the types of people we need more of on this program. We should do more episodes like that where it's just you and me reading all these emails from people who just can't come on. I'll tell you really quickly, getting Secret Service clearance is really low tech. They send you a letter. I'm not kidding you. For the person. That's all you got to do. That's it. The person who's being investigated to get the Secret Service clearance, the secret clearance, or whatever you're calling it. It depends on the level. They send you a freaking letter. I've done two of them. You give information Mm. about that person and everything, and then they go and check it out. I mean, if you say so, JG, you know, you kind of steered steered people astray with that resume advice. Whatever. It was true. Putting the white letters. But it doesn't work anymore. Go ahead. Tell the story. It's fine. Let's get into it like we always do. This brother comes to us from parts unknown, but he is a black people, white people-ologist. He is the only man to take advantage of Applebee's free appetizer in exchange for a job interview at six different locations and bring a date with him to four of them. He is the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rod for short. Rod... How you doing today, good sir? Uh, what up, what enjoyable. up, what up? Top of the month of June to you, brother. Top yeah, of the happy, June. happy June. Happy June. Happy Juneteenth and all happy that. Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth and black, blackity, black. Oh, JG, we should do like a black ass <laughs> Juneteenth episode. <laughs> I love it. I don't, I don't even know what companies are hiring. We should call that lady from Canada from last year. See if they guess it. <laughs> That's a that's an inside joke. Rod, what you sipping on? 
uh, in light of the time of year and the weather we got, I got a little vodka cranberry going, a little little Cape Cod action, a little something simple and, and summery. Respect, respect. All right, so let's break the ice as best we can this month as we settle into halfway through the year. Brother, what you got for us? Um, white people... What you want to be talking to black people about right now is proper speakerphone etiquette. We have a lot to say about that because recently, uh, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones is currently in oh, trade talks snap. and trade rumors. And everybody's favorite uncle from ESPN, no, Fox, the old Fox Sports Network. My man Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shannon called Julio Jones live on the air, had him on speakerphone, and proceeded to ask that man some personal questions about the situation that a lot of fans are upset about hearing his thoughts on. And Shannon did not tell him he was on speakerphone, nor live on the air, and black people will kill him about that. That's fair. And Julio started talking shit about Atlanta. Like, with the swiftness, too. (laughs) Hey, Julio, Julio, it's Shay Shay. Are you going to stay in Atlanta? And Julio just said, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. Then then what did he say, Rod? He said, send me anywhere, but where do you? It was like the one thing he didn't want to go to. He was saying he wanted to win. They was asking about a Dallas Cowboy shirt he had on. It was like, well, you want to win, don't go to Dallas. <laughs> don't do that. He was like, you already know. <laughs> How old is this man? Shannon Sharp? Julio Jones. Julio Jones? He's like 32, maybe. I got a cousin. Is he married? Barely. He played for, uh, don't get her started on uh, dating. Jack, are you Googling his dating history? We are trying to have a serious discussion. <laughs> In the middle, she didn't see them gold chains. She saw that jawline, Julio yep. Jones. I got a cousin who could be good for him. Mm-mm. Don't do I that. Bet you everybody that, got a cousin that'd be good for him. I bet you a lot of people is the cousin. <laughs> so make uh, make sure that make sure that cousin don't set them up because uh, everybody, every black person knows there's two things you got to do for black people if you call them on speakerphone right off the bat. You got to interrupt them if they start talking. You got to interrupt them and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're on speakerphone." Yep. Yeah. And so and so is here with me. Mm-hmm. Correct. You got to. Mm-hmm. It Especially is detrimental. If you are with your boys, man, you call one of your, you call your girl. Like that's the other thing. The other thing you also have to do is, if you're in the presence of people, tell them you're about to call someone on speakerphone. Yeah. Hey, y'all, be quiet. I'm about to call my girl and check in. At the very least, turn the music down. Tell the strippers <laughs> to be quiet. Why are you calling people hey, on speakerphone? Because you want her to hear the the the, the energy, the ambiance. You want to yeah, know it's dead to... where you are. Yeah, we I'm just on somewhere, the porch. but you just don't know where or what we're doing. <laughs> we we on Ryan porch right now, man. It's all grave out here. We ain't doing much of nothing. <laughs> Ryan, say hello. Hey, what's up? What's up, Erica? That's what you want. You want that off mic hello? Yeah, that's that's a serious that's a serious offense, Shannon Sharp. Um, 
I, I I would hope that he and Julio orchestrated this and that Shannon didn't, mm. you know. I mean, Shannon Sharp smoked Black and Miles and Drake Hennessy, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I hope that this was just a game. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't look to have been set up. If he, he had to tell him, a little halfway through the conversation, he decided to mention, uh, we live right now. Julio Jones had no idea what was going on. Now, they might start to try to play it off if that was it, but no. Shannon Sharp broke the Cardinal speakerphone rule and right before the entire world, and it's not okay. You read about that. All right, let's flip the script for, the, uh, for black people. Black people, uh, what you want to be talking about uh, today, just all summer long, the rage is going to be dogs for white people. More specifically, we're coming out of quarantine, but we still got a couple of regulations in place. So a lot of states are passing laws allowing people to have dogs on outdoor seating at restaurants. And that this is a big win for white people of all races. You know what I mean? This is huge news in the white community. And it's happening in Alabama also, our home state. Well, Kay Ivey, Governor Meemaw, has signed that same legislation, <laughs> which, ironically enough, I never thought I would have to say this, makes Kay Ivey a civil rights pioneer because what this has done what? is opens the doors for Black people to show up to the dining establishment with their dogs. And that's, that's going to be a sight to see because mm-hmm. Black people already found out about brunch. And white people, if you think you hate seeing niggas coming into your fine establishment, bringing their athletic gear and their Jordans, wait till you eat poached eggs next to a table full of niggas with pit bulls. It's going to be wild. I can't (laughs) wait to get back out there and see that. Pit bulls are cute. You're right. (laughs) You're right. Fair is fair. Um, Well... This podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. Wherever you download this, you can download him. Rod, I'm going to leave you to your Cape Cods and all of that good stuff. And as always, we appreciate you for coming on. Find him online at Rod, the number four short, Rod for short. Uh, good, sir. I bid you adieu. And um, next time we're on, man, we need to um, we need to huddle up about Speaking of dogs, all these dogs is getting sent back to the shelter that people was borrowing. Oh, so what shutdown. they were saying doing quarantine. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. We it's will bad. get in the. It's rough. Make him wave yeah. at me. He won't wave at me. How you doing? Make him wave. He don't wave. I need people to say bye and wave. At Rod me. give you the nod. He give you the up chin. I want to up chin. I want to wave at me like that. <laughs> all right, Rod. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But wait, people are taking dogs back to shelters? I don't know anything yeah. about this. Yeah, well, you know that dogs were flying off the shelf during the shutdown because everybody was home and they were lonely and a lot of people were shut down. And, mm-hmm. you know, and to be fair, the quarantine was hard on a lot of people. I understand that. That's selfish. But now we're on the other side of quarantine and people are looking at their dog like a one night stand. Like, so what you about to get into? That's so selfish. All right, I'm about to get up out of this house here with the work. Who gonna walk you? (laughs) 
<sighs> anyway, the money's on the table. Uh, appreciate you coming by playing with me and the kids and being a cute furry creature. No. I need to call you an Uber? That's so wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. I'm not the one taking the dogs back to the shelter. They wrong. That is selfish. That is They're selfish wrong. Oh, and it's terrible. rude. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. But at least the dogs are going back to the shelter and finding it. At least, no. at least that. Well, you know, some people just let their animals free. That's why you got all them goddamn gators and 90-foot boa constrictors in Florida. But some shelters just... are kill shelters, Roy. After a certain period of time, if you don't get the animals, they're going to. So then what do people do if you don't have the infrastructure in place? You should have never got the dog. Bingo. Now you have the dog. Keep the dog. This ain't no baby. You can't just leave this at a fire station. So it's a responsibility. It's a life. Oh, it's I agree. literally a life. Oh, no. That's, let's just say it. Well, let's get into scam of the week time before you start crying. Yeah, the last um, episode gonna... made me cry. Well, yeah, I'd ask Chris Gethard, though. Chris Gethard is deep in his mental health, and, you know, we was getting real. A lot of real shit in that. Yeah. Uh, Let's welcome back on the show a brother. Uh, you know him from the Right Time podcast on the ESPN Podcast Network. Uh, he was a guest uh, not too long ago on the show, mm-hmm. so it's always a pleasure to have him back on. The brother Bomani Jones. Bomani, give me a scam you've seen run at a place mm. you've worked in the past. Or, or a scam you used to run. I'll talk about a scam that I have seen run. Mm. That's it. Okay. Getting people some game. Getting people so, some game. I worked at this one restaurant, and there was like a register where you would get like your main stuff, and then there would be another another spot where you could get like you know like little smaller stuff, knickknacks, bakery stuff, or whatever it was, right? And so at one point they decided to slash payroll, and so they used to have somebody work at that register over there, the small one, but then they stopped, and then they just had people like here and there come over there and so kind of like how like cheesecake factory has that one register by the cheesecakes yes yes and then there's also another yes it's a it's very similar to the cheesecake factory right but it was the touchscreen um register and so when you got the touchscreen nobody really knows what's going on nobody's really paying attention and so what cats would do is they would memorize the prices and so if you went over there to get something that costs a dollar thirty five, if you paid two dollars, they go around the joint and they hit the button to open the drawer. And then they take your two dollars, put it in. All right. Take your two dollars, give you your sixty five cents change. And then one dollar and thirty five cent would never make it into the register mm. but but you had to you couldn't take that this is my hustle side of my brain is activating you couldn't take that money per transaction you had to wait to the end of your shift to count down the register and then skim everything that accumulated right well, so you have to essentially no, keep a no, running total well no because the manager kept did the did uh <laughs> did the count and so you had to skim it immediately. Yes. Shit. It, 
It's a very, it was a very, it it was a very, first of all, it was a very 20th century scam because this era of surveillance would make it impossible. But also it was not even a very well executed 20th century scam because lots of people got fired. Mm. Like at some point they're like, yo, when that guy works, we don't ever sell any cookies. (laughs) (laughs) But yet cookies are missing. Yes. Yes. Cookies are gone. But cookies aren't getting rung up. We had something like that at Shoney's, but you count it down your own register and the dude mm-hmm. forgot to skim his own accumulated shadiness. Oh, yeah. And his register was like over $80. And okay. then they went back through the tapes, like the the, the reels back in mm-hmm. the day, not actual tapes, young people, but the actual, <laughs> we can see what you rung up at 545 for this customer. Yes. And you rung up two orders. And I know they were back there and you voided that's the other thing at Shoney's. They had a way that they could check your voids. And so this motherfucker was voiding entire meals, and you're supposed to give the mm. reason, you know, customer dissatisfaction or, you know, undercooked, whatever. And he was just voiding meals but still charging the people who paid cash full price. I think not going, people not paying cash anymore is going to really cut down a lot of that. Anyway. Well, that and the cameras. Yeah, the cameras are good. I really don't know how these kids get away with nothing these days. Like, 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 like we're gonna raise the most oddest generation because you might as well. I mean, between that and the face recognition, they're gonna yeah. catch everybody. That's a whole nother pot of beans. The podcast is the right time with Bomani Jones. Uh, he is up to three days a week, man. Yes. You yes. Fox, y'all do great work, brother. Um, Appreciate it. And I, I have always been a fan. I'm honored to be a friend. Aww. I will just. I, I appreciate that. And, and, and vice versa. And I greatly appreciate that. And for that reason, I will also give you another drawer skimming story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Double scam, double well, scam. Well, of the well, week. This, well, well, this, yeah, this was the double scam, but in the worst way for the scammer. Because what basically what they was doing was. <laughs> They were giving her a drawer because they caught her. They caught her. Uh, they had figured out that she was running the gang. And so they would what give store, her. What type of establishment is this? Restaurant. Where are we right now? Okay. They would give her a heavy drawer. So <laughs> her drawer would start off $200 up. Oh, no. And she would bring it back even. That's oh, wrong. That's no. wrong. Yeah, she, she was going through some things. Is that a setup though? Do you feel like that's on some? You remember that TV show Bait Car where they would just leave a yeah. Ferrari in the hood with cameras yeah. and then a nigga jump in it and then mm-hmm. they lock him in the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, the it's a setup. Pull up. Yeah, it was definitely a setup, but they didn't set her up until she had made it clear uh, what her modus operandi was. <laughs> Did they? So they had already suspected it and yes. then laid the trap. Yes. Okay, well, that's fair. You ever seen a coworker get arrested on the clock or anything like that? I have not seen a coworker get arrested. I don't think. Nah, I have not. Nah, did I see anybody get arrested at the Gap? No, I wasn't there that day. I do remember somebody <laughs> did get arrested, but I wasn't there. There's nothing worse than damn. I wasn't working that day. That I'm trying to think. We had a server at Golden Corral that got pulled out, but that was on like some mm. legit domestic probation violation, some pre-existing paperwork that he was on or whatever. But it, it was nothing directly related to the actual job job. 
yeah, you got to watch for them setups. That's why, but see, that's why I feel like it's three things everybody should do at some point in their life. One of these three things. You should work outdoors mm -hmm. in the summer. You should have an outside job. You should work in food service or you should be on probation. One of those three things, and I've done all three, and probation has a way of making you completely paranoid about everything for the rest of your life. If I was working, ain't no way in hell you'd have given me a draw of 200 heavy. And I'm not, I'd have brought that shit back at 205. Yeah, I'd have put five in there. Because I used to be scared. Like that, That's why I like working the floor. I ain't want to touch the money. I don't want to ring up shit because I don't want y'all to do I want to be a server. Front line, make $8. And you get tip outs doing breakfast bar. I'm straight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm straight. I don't even want that. Because if this draw come up $2 short, I'm going to pull $2 out my pocket and make this thing even. Because <laughs> that's just not what I'm doing, man. All right, I've taken enough of your time, but money, Jones. Thank you so much for calling into the job fair. His podcast is The Right Time, and it's available three days a week wherever you download your audio stuff. It's part of the ESPN Podcast Network. That's the show. We did it. Jacqueline, did we do that? We did that. And guess what you did? What did I do? You sold out one, two, three, four, five, six shows, Roadwood Jr. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Good stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm happy. I'm just kidding. I know you're happy, but you can smile a little more about it. Philadelphia, I will see you June 11th and 12th at the Punchline Comedy Club. Uh, Austin, Texas, Moon Tower Festival, June 26th. That's a Saturday. Two shows only down there in Austin. Come holla at your boy. I'm going to have to figure that out next time I'm on the. At the airport, Jacqueline. Oh. Austin's going to be one of my first plane trips this year. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to be out there and see if I can observe the people cleaning all the dirt and grit. Well, and bird have... guts <laughs> off of the plane. That's nasty. <laughs> I think you say this stuff because you know I'm going to make these faces, but okay. <laughs> well, thank you to all the guests. Thank you to everybody who came on. Uh, if you want to be a part of Royce Job Fair, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com is how you find us. Royce Job Fair is a product of South Park Adventure Productions, iHeart Media, and Comedy Central. Jacqueline, as always, thank you to you, ma'am. Thank you. Next week, I. Why are you picking out I... your mask? Because I'm getting ready to go. I got shit to do. Oh, okay. okay. You know what, then? Fine, I'll text you. Don't even worry about me. Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, 
LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 